Welcome to the whoa. Okay, let me let me start that again. <laughs> I did not like that. <laughs> Sound like a twelve-year-old boy. Oh. <laughs> Jamestown, everybody. Jamestown. If they were lucky, they got murdered. <laughs> Hi, I'm Parker. And I'm Reese. And welcome to the, what are we calling this thing? The discussion board? Discussion board. All right, all right. I thought we'd settled on, what was it? What was the other possible name? Donuts and coffee? <laughs> Is that your click? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have to redo it. Was have it to- that late? What? Oh, no, 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 no. I was clicking on okay. something else. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was getting you back back in front like of Audacity. Four seconds later, <laughs> and that would not work. <laughs> Good luck so, mixing this shit, click. <laughs> oh, I don't mix. I just copy and paste them together. <laughs> uh, episode two, there was actually this little bit of delay. It sounds like I'm answering your questions super fast. <laughs> and then you always had this little pause. I mean, it's barely, you know, it's milliseconds, but it's right. noticeable <laughs> if you go back and listen. That's so obnoxious, like especially in a video. If you ever, if you're if you've ever seen a video that's just a little bit off, I notice it happens oh, a lot yeah. with music videos. It's horrible. Like yeah. I can't even watch the video. So. Yeah, when um, so online uh, videos on the TV, like mm-hmm. we only do online, and sometimes the the soundtrack just gets a little bit off, and I have to stop watching it. I got I got to put yeah. it up. <laughs> I don't. Know but anyway, what it, I don't know what it is with the. Let me make this quick point, and then we can actually yeah, do the yeah, podcast. Yeah. But we. Uh, <laughs> I started watching. Like I've become a South Park fan. Like in a. I don't want to say fairly major way, but like I watch every episode of South Park, and I don't know what's going on with Hulu, but the soundtrack for the new episodes is so loud, or like the music in the new episodes is so loud, and the voices are so quiet that it's almost unwatchable. It's super weird. Like you can barely hear the people talking if there's anything else going on. That that's a weird issue. I know. I don't understand it. Surely the audio's not layered like that. I mean, I wouldn't think maybe. so, but it, I don't know. And I, I don't know, you know, and I don't even have cable, so I couldn't tell you if that's going on with what's a, what's showing on cable or if it's just it's, a big, if it's, it's just, just a, a big Hulu troll thing. from the guys from South Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. As as bad as the last two seasons were, they're probably like, ah, fuck it, who cares anymore? <laughs> we Nobody's got the hit mu- We got the hit musical. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not pretend either one of those guys are ever going to have to work again. Oh well, I don't know. I bet, I bet they're going through a lot of money. Maybe, but uh, I don't know. But I mean, like they, oh. you know, South Park will probably run from now until Judgment Day on TV. That's, you know, there will true. always be licensing, <laughs> always, and that's somebody, true. somebody will always want to use it for something. And I was listening to them talk about it one time, and they just said that, like our, what we decided from the get go, from like season one, was if anybody offered us any money to license. Any of the characters, any of the whatever from the show, we would say yes. 
just we just would <laughs> we just wanted to get as much money out of this as we possibly could. Oh, I get that. I get Which that. is totally refreshing, you know, from all these like hipsters who are like, "Oh, get you know, don't want to mar my creative vision." They're like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. Make a, uh, I don't know, make a South Park porn. Just give us the money for it. We don't care." <laughs> if if uh, Mars Incorporated offered us free candy bars for a five minute slot. Oh yeah. Do it not hard. <laughs> <laughs> Even Any, Hershey's, and I hate Hershey's candy bars. They're disgusting. Something free. You can't say yeah. no to anything free. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get a coffee company to to sponsor us because I'm so tired of paying for something that I use every day. It's like, I need it. There's no getting around it, but I have to pay like $10 every two weeks. You know, you know this show is brought to you by Ponca City Utility Authority. <laughs> 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 if I could just get a little bit off my electric bill each month, I <laughs> knock ten dollars well, off. If you pump yeah, the Ponca City tourism industry. <laughs> oh, but anyway, oh, speaking of spending a lot of money, yeah, I uh, bought a new car. Well, not new, a used car. Yeah, but I had never. I've always paid cash for cars. Like, yeah, and um, so I'd never been to a dealership and went through all that shit i mean there's no other word for it yeah and um yeah so we went to oklahoma city which we mm-hmm. live two two hours away from realistically right We're like is the car there uh-huh. they said yes we left and the car wasn't there when we got there oh my god yeah yeah uh, so we kind of looked at a different one but we ended up having chili burgers, and then, and then we <laughs> left Oklahoma City, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like we went do. went to Tulsa the next day. Uh-huh. Got a, got a 2013 Prius. It's fantastic. Nice. You're doing the and, green um, thing, huh? I'm uh, doing the cheap thing, right? Oh, so yeah. So I, I got 52 miles per gallon going to work. Nice. Realistically, my beater before that, I was lucky to get 14 would be my guess. <laughs> the, <laughs> the odometer and the gas gauge haven't worked since I bought it. <laughs> you so were still knows. driving that same car, were you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? I took to your wedding? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. For some, I, was still, no. I was thinking the, uh, the other one. Oh, no. The one I had in Weatherford? Yeah. Yeah, that's long. That's long. Okay. Gone. Okay. That's what I've I thought. I've had the... I've, I've had the Avalon for about four years. That's not bad. So, yeah, no, I and someone ran into me in a yeah. parking lot when I wasn't in there. So yeah. I paid two thousand dollars for the car and got a check for twenty one hundred dollars from the insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at a net gain for the stupid car. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to? And, um, did you ever have to do any work on it? Uh, yeah, it needs a lot of steering work and still does. I oh, did a yeah. patch job on it and it messed up again. Mm. But I go through about $40 worth of used tires a month. <laughs> <laughs> it it rubs the inside really weird. And oh, man. It was cheaper to buy the used tires than to fix the real problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you got $40 of used tires every month yeah. plus, <laughs> plus your Gas. 14 Steering oh, fluid. I had to replace the steering fluid every other day. <laughs> great car if anybody wants to buy it (laughs) just let me know donate it to npr 
that's what I'm probably going to do. That's what we yeah. did with our last one. So Did you really? What's that process like? Yep. It's easy. You just sign the title, leave it in the front seat. Really? <laughs> yeah, they get it notarized. They do all that crap. That's awesome. So we're, it's uh, super easy. We're kind of in the market for, we're supposed to get a minor windfall. And so yeah. once that happens, I think we're in the market for a new car. And both of us hate our old car. <laughs> and we're like, you know, the dealership's probably going to give us like 500 bucks for it. It's right. just, you know, a piece of crap. So why not just donate it to NPR? It's getting toward the end of the year anyway. Like, you know, yep. whatever. Yep. I don't get the tax deduction. The old contour that the transmission has slipped for three years before I finally gave up on it. You couldn't go over 45 because the pr- transmission would just quit. And oh so my the engine God. would rev up. <laughs> um, oh but yeah, um, they just want it clean. They don't want the trunk full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just sign the title and leave it with it. Yeah, they were, that's cool. They were pissed it wouldn't start. Like the tow truck guys that came out. Oh, yeah. Because uh, then they had to like manually winch it up. I'll cry about it. Yeah, yeah. This one starts and runs okay. It's got where it needed new tires about oh I don't know five hundred miles ago probably, and uh, we're just like ah we're about to get a new car. So we're trying to ride out these like basically bald tires until we get our windfall and can get a new new car because we don't. I know a guy if you need some used tires. <laughs> He's hurting now that I'm not going there every month. <laughs> but then I'd have to drive three and a half hours to Ponca. <laughs> yeah, that's why we didn't trade in my car. It was I really didn't think I could get it to Tulsa without dying. <laughs> oh, but my God. 20 miles to work every day, fearless, but going yeah. over, going more yeah, than sure. that, it's just going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've seen my truck, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I took that truck. It's weird. Like, I get in this... I mean, I pretty much... I trusted that truck a lot more than I probably should have, you know? I would drive it at 80 miles an hour to Elk City, you know, which is about 45 minutes away. And it did fine every time. Like, no problems or whatever. But the instant I had regular access to another car, I don't even (laughs) take it up to 70 like you know what I mean? Like, I don't even. I'm like I don't. I don't know about taking it all the way to Clinton, man. I don't know. I don't want. You know, I don't want to hurt it. But like, I don't know. My my big thing was now that I have a new car, I realized how mu- how much energy it was taking to get to work <laughs> fighting the, the steering because of the steering. You know, I I wouldn't always have power steering. Sometimes right. it would just give out. <laughs> And so I yep. realized, like, how much of my day was spent <laughs> <laughs> fighting, fighting the car, fighting the car, worrying, like, hearing a weird sound, turning off the air conditioning, the radio, <laughs> trying to figure out if it was me or if it was, a, you know, explosion in the background. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I do the opposite. Whenever I hear a weird sound, I turn up the radio <laughs> so I don't have to hear it anymore. Oh, so I blew off. Um, I, I don't even know what they are. I'm not a car guy, but the arms that hold, basically that hold the wheel on beside the axle, right? Jesus. And so I blew both of those off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, the car is just not steering good. I took it in, and he's like, man, that wheel could have just like, fallen off, essentially. <laughs> 
That is awesome. <laughs> uh, something. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it. so we were at the car dealer. Mm-hmm. Picked out the car, and I love it. It's clean. It's nice. I mean, has a few miles on there, but it's all right. You know, it's under yeah. it's under 75000 So That's not bad. We're doing all right. Yeah. And then uh, I already had a credit offer. Went in mm-hmm. with, with an offer, right? Right. And so th- they're like, oh, we can beat that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, I'll take some hits on my credit if it makes it that much cheaper. Yeah. And so, excuse me, we went, oh, two hours sitting there while they were doing all the credit applications. Jesus. It, it, and so you had to answer the information for the car dealership. You had to answer it for the loan applications. And then you had to verify it once the loan stuff was approved. And so you had to do the same exact thing three times. And I just don't understand why this isn't automated. Jesus. That, that's my biggest gripe, right? right. They still have um, dot matrix printers that feed. There's uh, sheets of paper with the holes in the side so they yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still do that for all their paperwork. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so anything that had the VIN number or car information was on that old-ass carbon paper. Jesus. And so I had to sign about 800 things instead of them giving, you know, one digital signature could have done all that. Right. But it's stupid. It's archaic. It's archaic. Yep. And, um... So we sat there, and, you know, I'm a pretty nervous guy, as it is. <laughs> yeah. And so, and Pam was with me, and she hates it when I get all anxiety-ridden, <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> and it just annoys her. So we were just sitting there annoying each other the whole time. Fantastic. Right. But then I drove home a really nice car, so. Well, that's good. Uh, what Pam, did you, I guess Pam drove... Pam drove you up there, or yeah, yeah. We we have a good family car, and then my right. dangerous drive to work car, right? And um, so we you took the good. Des- finally decided it was time for a decent go to work car. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, realistically, it was eventually gonna something was gonna give out, and I was gonna crash. <laughs> <There's> right. no, <laughs> it's gonna be catastrophic, whatever it was, <laughs> and I didn't want to be involved in that. The more I thought about it. <laughs> So, oh man! So you're gonna yeah. sell that old car now, or what? Uh, I haven't decided yet. We may just scrap it. We may give it to NPR. We kind of, kind of would like the money for it, though. Help with yeah. the tag and title and all that crap. You know, right, Oklahoma, sure. Oklahoma taxes. Yeah. So we'll see. It's it's still up in the air. But I I really I wouldn't feel comfortable selling it to anybody. It's it's dangerous. Right. It's a piece of crap. Just you know, <laughs> sell it for parts. <laughs> Put it on Craigslist for part parts. it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, like sell it. If you on Craigslist, you just list it as four parts. Oh, like this I is gotcha. a piece of crap car. <laughs> but if you've got another one that you need to, that you have an interest in fixing, then make it work. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's only been three days now, so. Yeah. I can't make any kind of decision in three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. But really, it was, for some reason, I and I can't quite put my finger on it, because my credit's good, I wasn't worried about that, but going through the credit process was just nerve-wracking. 
Mm-hmm. And the thing was, I already had a loan. <laughs> like, right, yeah. You, you know, I was walking in with a loan. So what's the worst that could happen is I take the loan I had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But for some reason, I was just nervous, and it was a miserable time. <laughs> yeah. And so realist- did, you, did you end up taking the, the car, the dealer from the loan, the, the, the loan from the dealer? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. He beat it. He beat it by, oh, good, four points almost. So Really? Wow. Yeah, we're good. It was, hmm. it was a really good loan that we ended up with. Yeah. And it was shorter term, and, I mean, a little more than we were planning on paying, but it's a full year, two years? Yeah, maybe two years quicker than we were planning on paying it off, so. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. It turned out pretty pretty good. I, uh, but, I have also never gone through that process, and, you know, we're probably going to. Yeah. We're just looking for a... I guess something in the same vein as yours, just a good used car. Yeah. yeah. But um, we're definitely going to go through CarMax. See, CarMax was a little more than the dealerships. Like, so I got approved through a company, and you could see cars that they would buy online. Okay. And CarMax was one of them. Uh But usually they wanted more for the car than the finance company was willing to pay for it. Hmm. Um, I, I went to CarMax last time I got mad at my car and said I wasn't going to drive it anymore. Right. And um, it, it is a good experience. It, yeah. You know, it, it, it it's pleasant. You know, right. you, you have an appointment, you meet with a guy or gal. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, was, it was a really nice experience versus walking into a three-ring circus and, you know, some kid trying to sell you a car. Yeah. That's kind of uh, what, that's kind of, like, I'm willing to pay, we're planning on just paying in cash, just, right. like, you know, just pay it flat out, and so, you know, we've got our budget set up, and my favorite thing about it is that it's, like, no haggle pricing, yeah. like, if you want that car, that's how much you're paying for it, you know what I mean? And that, that's to ki- me, is worth a lot. That's kind of becoming the standard, though. Most, most dealers will do that now for a used really? car. Yeah, new car they still kind of hide the cost, right. but a u- used car market is so competitive, they almost yeah. have to do upfront pricing. Mm. So just a heads well, up. <laughs> yeah, I guess I might look around a little more then, but then again, it might just be worth. Oh, if not you're com- having to. Yeah, if you're comfortable with the place and you don't have to deal with an angry wife who's mad because you're freaking out and thinking you need Altoids. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Still dealing with that Altoid addiction, yeah, are you? Yeah, I was like, man, I don't have some Altoids. I have some in the car. I could sure use some. <laughs> Pam's like, do you want me to go get your Altoids? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You, uh, man, it's almost creepy how much you're like my wife. <laughs> your personalities are really similar and it's starting uh, that to is freak creepy. me out <laughs> and then we were sitting there and i knew i had to bring like proof of residency like a bill you know right. for the credit stuff because that was on the website it's like hey bring this or you're not going to get the loan that day yeah and so i brought all that stuff but i didn't bring it in i was like hey pam maybe we need to get the paperwork and she's like let's just wait they will tell us when we need it the car's only you know 100 feet away <laughs> and uh yeah did you it's end miserable. up winning that did you uh, end no. up getting it before 
No, no. We got it no. when, when he said he wanted it. So That's good. That's good. <laughs> Look at you making progress. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> really, really nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that would be like... Man, my wife has a planner. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty much a... Like, anymore, I used to be like super... I don't know, just angry about stuff. <laughs> but I'm pretty calm anymore, you know. I'm pretty laid back. Not not a lot bothers me. But when my wife starts in on me with her planner and things that are going <laughs> on in her planner, I'm ready to lose it, man. She's like, hey, tomorrow can you go and I just do something? You know, she'll be like, can you go fill out this paperwork? <laughs> and paperwork is the one thing in this world that I just, I look at it and instantly give up. Like if there's three <laughs> pages, <laughs> if it's three pages of paperwork, I'm just like, no, I can't, I can't do this. I guess we're just, <laughs> I guess we're just not getting this or whatever, you know? Like, oh, uh, car buying is going to be fun for you. I signed yeah, my name super like 800 fun. times. Yeah, super. It's going to be great. But like, you know, she'll be like, hey, can you go, I, like, I get a discounted tuition because uh, my dad taught at the university. And she'll be like, hey, can you go fill out that paperwork tomorrow? And in my head, I've already got how tomorrow's going to run. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, tomorrow is going to be, I'm going to sleep in and probably skip my first class. <laughs> and then I'm going to get up and shower and have coffee and sit around until my next class, right? Like, that's how my day's going to go. Right. And then, you know, I might be doing something after class. I might not be. But when she asked me to change my schedule, like what I've already got <laughs> planned, to do some paperwork. Like, it doesn't matter that I'm doing nothing. I'm just instantly mad at her, which is <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> like, you know, that is, that is a reasonable request. Like, can you go please fill out this one page piece, you know, this one bit of paperwork so that we don't have to pay six grand next semester? And I'm like, man... <laughs> Like why you gotta why you gotta bring me down like that? You know, <laughs> she makes like, reasonable requests from me, and I just lose it. I'm I'm not OCD or anything, but I hate being late. Like yeah yeah that, yeah, that's a that's a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so anytime anybody's late and I'm expecting them, I get so upset at them. And of course, I never say anything. You know? Right right right. But I'm just like, oh, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on people. (laughs) What's your threshold? Like, what's the what minute mark do you start getting really hacked? On time, like really. I'm always. I remember. So when I got the job I have now, I went to the interview and I was like 45 minutes early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just sat out in the car for about 20 minutes. I was like, 45 is too much. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And I sat out in the car long enough that a guard came out and asked me what I was doing in the parking (laughs) lot. Oh, they were close. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I have an interview. And they're like, oh, I could take you inside. And I was about 30 minutes early. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I finally, I finally, I used to be that way so bad. You know, I was similar. Like I would be, you know, 45 minutes early to anything. Like, you know, to dates, you know, (laughs) like the first time I took my wife out, I was sitting in the parking lot of her apartment complex, probably 30 minutes before (laughs) we were supposed to go out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
and I was and like I lived two minutes away. You know, this was not like a, and I don't know where I thought, you know, these thirty minutes were gonna come from that I needed to be early. But I was early, and then I was sitting. I was about to go up to the door, and I was like, wait a minute. She's probably not even ready yet, you know, because that's what normal people do. They get ready and then they, you know, then they go. Right, right. And so I literally sat in the parking lot of my <laughs> wife's apartment complex for like 25 minutes and then text her and they're like, hey, let me know when you're ready. <laughs> and she texts me and she's like, oh, I've been ready. And I was like, oh, good, good. But I finally realized that, you know, you don't have to be early for everything. Like mm-hmm. family events, especially my wife's like, hey, do we, should we like, you know, 30 minutes beforehand, she'll be like, hey, do we need to go ahead and go? I'm like, no, no, we don't, we don't need to go right now because I don't want to be the first people there because then I've got nowhere to hide, you know? It does suck. Yeah. 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 No, definitely don't be the first people there, you know, for like parties and anything like that. I refuse to be on time because if I'm meeting someone, that's different. You know, if it's like, you know, if you and I were going to meet at one thirty, I would be there at one o'clock. Right, but right. if, but if you know, like it's like, oh, we're having a party, come on, like, six o'clock. I'll be like, oh, I'll be there around six forty-five. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> long enough for things, long enough for me to slip in semi unnoticed, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I'd probably be there at five forty-five and just watch for thirty minutes until I see someone I know. <laughs> oh, they're there. Okay, okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> see who goes in. Yeah, there's you a fine line. There's a fine line between uh, being nervous and being a stalker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and from outside, they look very similar. <laughs> from outside your head? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Externally, if you're not me, it looks super creepy. <laughs> I'll just sit out in my car and play on my phone for <laughs> 35 minutes. It's cool. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> At least, oh. at least we have smartphones now, though. I mean, when That's I was true. when I was in college, I really didn't even have a cell phone, so right. I had to like <laughs> sit in my car and listen to the radio and stare. <laughs> you don't know how uh, good you have it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as bad as being on the toilet without your cell phone. Oh yeah, you ever do that? That sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I, I used to have a pretty substantial library beside my toilet until I had a smartphone. <laughs> I read uh, Les Mis the first time was in the bathroom. <laughs> Which is a super appropriate place for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, I agree. Because France is a toilet, that's the joke oh, I'm making. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not because there wasn't a good novel written before Huck Finn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where do you stand? Jared and I talked about American Lit. I, we might have talked about this a little bit, but we just talked about, like, you know, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty open-minded. You know, I don't think American culture is necessarily better than, um, you know, any other culture. You know, I'm pretty, pretty open-minded about that sort of stuff. Unless you bring up literature. And then I am the most close-minded, hateful, like, you know, I don't care what you think. American literature is the only literature that matters. It's so bad. <laughs> I got my, one of my, one of the, I work for a professor who's a Brit Lit professor, and she'll mm-hmm. start talking about Brit Lit, and I just flat tune her out. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
rich people doing rich things have to do with my life, you know? See, I was a pretty big George Orwell fan, so Uh I I have to give it to the Brits because, I mean, during high school, in high school, I thought British culture was nicer and fancier than American culture. Right. Just just because, you know, that's the stereotype that, that we get. And then I went over there and it was just an old America, you know, really the culture <laughs> wasn't that much different. Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointed. They have castles, I guess. That's the only thing they, <laughs> they got. And it's like, to me, when I was in England, it seemed like a Midwest industrial town that lost its factory. Like the oh, yeah. whole, <laughs> the whole country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there was still some rich people there, but mostly right. it was just poor people complaining about how poor they were. Yeah. <laughs> One big Detroit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah, that was, that's actually pretty close to my impression of Ireland. I hadn't thought of it that way. I guess Ireland yeah. would be more like a, I don't know. It seems less that way maybe yeah. there's a lot of farming they, ne- they never had ford so <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. guess they had delorean back in the day did they oh is that there DeLorean. yeah, yeah that's right. were made in yeah. northern ireland i think yep yep and they were the so. some of the worst cars ever put into major production <laughs> yeah so <laughs> they looked cool <laughs> Boy, Northern Ireland has the DeLorean and the Titanic? What is going on with that place? They're super proud of that. They're super proud of the Titanic. Like, they have a district in Belfast called the Titanic Quarter. And I'm like, man, come on, you. Maybe it's just because so many English people died. Well, no, that wouldn't be Belfast. They don't like it when English people die. Right, right. (laughs) If it were in Dublin, that would make sense. Oh, man. Well, you know, we're still into the South will rise again, so... <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. There's certainly that element there, but, you know, I don't know. That's super weird. Anyway. Yeah. Well, it's um, retrospective pride, I think. Because <laughs> at the time, I'm sure none of the, the builders were like, damn, we did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It almost made it through the maiden voyage. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. My wife was Close super to- excited to go to that. She was like, oh, we're going to go see where the Titanic was built. <laughs> I was like, cool, man. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm not a big museum guy or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Like, I'd much rather be outside, you know, yeah. doing that kind of stuff. So, like, when they said, you know, we're going to go see where the Titanic was built, my mind kind of instantly turned off. <laughs> I was like, ooh, boy. All right. Sounds good. And then, yeah, you know, I, I was I, with I, five girls who all loved the movie and spent the entire time quoting it. <laughs> and then me and the guide are back there like, Jesus Christ, is there a bar anywhere around here you you know a boat worth seeing is old ironside the uss constitution mm. just floating out in boston harbor where it's been for two that would years be cool. now i mean they still keep up the rigging it's a hundred percent like it was yeah that would be cool they, they sell it once a year hmm. so that's a cool ship that would be one cool. i admit but that's on, i don't know i feel like the <laughs> the history of the titanic is a little <laughs> less interesting than the history of that's true. the Constitution. It's like, man, a whole lot of people died. That's, 
You know what I mean? And it's not even really sad right. because it's not like it's the. It's not where the people died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just like this is where that boat that killed a bunch of people was built, and you're standing well, in a you know what's basically a parking lot. And not to diminish the meaning of life, but uh, or the importance of life but did anybody important die on the titanic because i've never heard of <laughs> i've never heard oh guess who died on the titanic a famous do- famous author <laughs> cut down in his prime <laughs> couldn't even get a composer i mean <laughs> i think some major industrialist was killed i think i read that on reddit the other day oh, was but it? you know it wasn't Not Carnegie, like Carnegie or, or any of those <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> it wasn't anybody you've heard of, but it was just, you know, some some rich guy. <laughs> some rich guy died. <laughs> I stand by my point. <laughs> they can't yeah. even give us one interesting... They talk about the violinist who played until he sank. I mean, that's, that's, his, <laughs> that's the best they can do. <laughs> uh Oh man! Oh god! Whew. I guess we got we you know we got pretty dark with the uh, Jamestown thing and yeah. That's yeah. um, I guess that's kind of becoming a theme. That's our specialty. Dark humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, a brief, a brief, lovely story about dark humor. <laughs> I um. Uh, so after the last time Moore got hit with some horrendous tornado, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I was working at McDonald's, we always made a point to just crack the worst possible jokes about whatever the latest tragedy was, right? We just trying to shock the other people. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's because <laughs> it's McDonald's and we're bored. So... <laughs> And we hate our lives, so we might as well make fun of people who have died, I guess. I don't know. I guess that was the logic. <laughs> jealousy. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. We were jealous that they got killed in the tornado and not us. But anyway, so it had been a pretty rough lunch, you know. And mm-hmm. I send out one of the front counter guys. I'm like, go clean the lobby. And he goes, this is the day after the tornado. Keep that in mind. This is the day after. They're still searching for people. That's what level we're at. And he goes out there for a little while, and he comes back in, and he goes, hey, Parker. I was like, yeah. He goes, it looks like more out there. And I was like, Jesus. Jesus. That is, yeah, it was, man, things got rugged. It's fun. Though. <laughs> so I dated a girl my freshman year of college. Yeah. Whose house was destroyed in that first big more tornado. Yeah. And so even the sound of rain would freak her out. Really? Yeah. Uh, they uh-huh. were like tra- trapped in a closet or something. It was a big deal. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> how, uh, so, how long did that last? Uh, did we date? Yeah. Uh, about a semester. Hmm. We started about Christmas time and then broke up during the summer. So, good run, good run. Yeah, yeah. I commend was... you for someone who can't <laughs> deal with rain. I don't think I'd have been there that long. <laughs> oh, it doesn't rain that much in Oklahoma. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You just got your one week. 
Yeah, right, like, right. Like, <laughs> like comatose <laughs> for a whole week and then fine the rest of the year. Oh, I, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, it was pretty... I mean, she lost her house. She lost. They lost all the cars. So right. I can, you know, I understand it. But at the same time, you either need to go to therapy or get over it. <laughs> <laughs> therapy is just another way of getting over it. So, yeah, exactly. If you can't talk, you know, if you're not working on your problem, just letting it control you. You you need to learn to move on. <laughs> Something to be said for that, I guess. Uh, how, what what, what, that, how, that's what coming from been? uh 2000 2000 and that tornado was mm. what 90 99 so it was oh, pretty all right it was pretty so. fresh <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just a year before <laughs> yeah i think you uh i think you might have just sh- just um uh, disqualified yourself with any of our <laughs> listeners they're like what the what an asshole oh, it had been a year I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist, and really, I haven't gone through any traumatizing <laughs> events in my life. I mean, it's pretty, been pretty vanilla so far. <laughs> I uh, lost a tent one time while I was camping. <laughs> <laughs> that was traumatic. That was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling that story again the other day to Jared, and uh, I guess he hadn't heard it. And... Uh, Man, I could just barely make it through that story. I laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, my my go to is getting kicked out of the thrift store. Oh God, God, that was just that was so embarrassing that I just what? barely. I just I could not deal with that. In retrospect, it's hilarious. At the time, I was so uh, mad's not the word, right? It was a combination of anger and. I, I guess embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Like, it, it was it was a bizarre feeling for uh-huh. sure. Like, I felt bad that she thought we were making fun of her, mm-hmm. but I also thought Very. she should get over herself. In her designer jeans, and her Tommy Hill figures in two thousand, I don't know, twelve <laughs> or whatever it was. But yeah, that's yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yep. I think your story ended about 15 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was more like 20, 25 at this point. It's the perfect episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, Well, I was going to talk about one thing, but then I found out we were not talking about that thing. Right. So, um, oh, I got one. Okay, so I have learned not to investigate the lives of my heroes and it's just a bad idea like i don't know like guy clark is an amazing country lyricist he's really good i mean he Mm -hmm. on the level with john prine and um you know chris christopherson and a lot of those like really good storytelling um singer songwriters and I listened, I watched a couple of interviews with him, and man, he is such a massive jerk <laughs> that it's almost impossible for me to like him anymore. I mean, I still, you know, like, the stories are still great and stuff, but it's just, he's just such a jerk. <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't know, and maybe he wasn't always that way, but 
you know, the stories he was telling were in this interview just made him sound like such a jerk that I was like, ah. But then I listened to Jerry Jeff Walker talking, and he was awesome. So, you know, <laughs> that's cool. You know, on Sound Opinions on NPR one time, they were talking about whether people should book R. Kelly for concerts. Because he has a known history of, you know, harassing people in the venue, things like that. And whether it was irresponsible to book R. Kelly. Huh. And, and so it came became like a bigger discussion about whether you should still enjoy and idolize people who do bad things is yeah basically what it comes down to yeah and um you know can you separate the artistic from the personal right and uh my wife and i had a really big discussion af- after that you know about whether you should let someone's personal life influence whether you like their art for the most right. part you know and i'm okay with it yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, you can't, you you have to separate it somewhere. You know, the art stands alone at some point. You you know, it's right, not sure. about the person. Yeah. I don't know. It's, we we still debate it from time to time just for fun, you know. Yeah. Does she take the other side? <laughs> um, No, not really, because, you know, she's into classical music, and a lot of those classical mu- musicians were were kind of like that, so... You know, right. they were bad people that made good art. So Right. Wasn't Bach just was it is it Bach I'm thinking of that was just horrendous? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking Mozart. Uh I don't know. Pam would know. <laughs> that was no, just a great defi- it's definitely Mozart because they made that movie Amadeus. Right. And he was just uh, and I think from what I've heard it was fairly true to form for him. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody was probably gonna correct me on that, but Ah, no one's listening. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, well, but anyway, 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 I actually need to go here soon. Okay, gotta go pick Sounds up the kids. So we'll wrap it up. Good, good episode. Good podcast. Good podcast. Yep. Next show will be better. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> All right. Bye. Next time.